0: Hey, yo. Uh.
1: Girl Shanti And it's Antoinette, and you are listening to Around, Around
0: the, the Way, Way Curls. Curls.
1: We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you.
0: Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks, because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing.
1: Yizzo! Hello, how are you?
0: I'm okay, how are you? fabulous. <clears throat> Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I guess we'll just get into it. Do you have any updates? Should I go first? Let's crack I can. You can go first. Okay. Um, so I went to Chicago this weekend um, for work. And the first night I did very like touristy things, um, and like Ada Giordano's, and it's so trash. Lou Malnati's is so much better. Those are two deep dish places, mm. but I was just like, this is trash. I I mean, and I got like a real, the real, real small one. So in all fairness, like they can't do that one as good as like the real pies, but. It just wasn't. It. it just wasn't it, and I was like, "This is such a waste of calories."
1: Wait, you've had a better one before? It's at
0: well, Lou Malnati's. I think is better. The sauce is better in Chicago. Yeah, everybody says to go to, to either or. Some people will be like, "Oh is my there, god,
1: is that like the the what is it? Pat's and Geno's of Chicago?" Basically,
0: because there's another place where people will say I don't remember what it's called it starts with a p i think another place that people recommend but even some sh- like people from Chicago Chicago listeners um they they say Lou Malnati's y'all could weigh in but they say that joint or whatever um but then i had the best ethiopian food i have ever oh, had true. in my whole mother in life no seriously like as soon as you walked I- in this place was um <clears throat> was just, it just smelled so good. And I was like, I, I was just floored. It was delicious. I had my little vegan plate. The place was called Demera, D-E-M-E-R-A. So good. So if you're in Chicago, I highly, highly, highly recommend going and checking them out. You will not. B. Sorry. Have you
1: ever had Ethiopian food in DC?
0: Yes. Yes. Wow. It was very good. This was better. This was the best what? I've ever had ever.
1: Ethiopian <laughs> food is probably one of my favorite.
0: Ethiopian food in the world. is my favorite food and I just bought a book, a recipe book and bought all these spices from <laughs> oh. from online because I'm adopting this vegan lifestyle and I'm just like if I'm going to do it, I got to do it like Ethiopians cuz I haven't had chicken in a minute and I'm really proud of myself over it. Good like job. in a minute, minute. Um, But in other news, you could probably hear it a little bit, but apparently, so last week um, before I left for Chicago on Thursday, I was having issues breathing and just like, it just felt like there was a weight on my chest and like, I couldn't get enough air in and like, it was just, like, shallow breaths. And then when I could finally expand the rest of my lungs, it was, like, very labored. So, long story short, um, I went in to my doctor. They took, like, some x-ray of my lungs, saw, like, something in my lung. It ended up being nothing. Um, but I was still experiencing this. And I still flew, even though I probably shouldn't have and all that stuff. Got back, went to the ER on Monday because it was happening. And... Basically, they don't know what's wrong. They're saying that they think that it's asthma, that I've had untreated asthma my entire life because mm. black parents or black dad was like, go lay down, you're all right. Um, but I've always, whenever I've done anything physically, even when I used to run, I would always have to hack up a bunch of mucus and get it out and then continue. Like mm. I so I just thought that was what it was. Like I thought I w- wasn't in shape and that's just what happens when you're not in shape, <sighs> which I'm sure um, uh, plays a factor. But so now I have like a inhaler or whatever, but they still, they're still very clear. Like this might not be an issue. Like it might not be asthma. It could be asthma, but it could be asthma being caused by something else.
1: So I have to go through all these asthma tests. caused by something else.
0: So you can, like, you can have asthma, but like have the attacks come on because of stress, because of an allergy, because mm-hmm. of bronchitis, because of sleep, whatever it is. So they're just like we're treating the symptom right now so that you can breathe better. But like, there's like we still need to I figure see. out what's going on. So I'm dealing with that, and then I just had like a real shitty day today trying to get this asthma pump and this morning i was having problems again um with it where it was like to the point where it was it felt like i felt yesterday when i went to the er and so i'm in Dwayne Reed and i'm like waiting for this prescription and then the woman gives it to me and she's like oh this this brand isn't covered by your insurance but this is what the doctor at the er recommended so i'm like okay so she she tells me how much it is it's like way too expensive so she's like there's a generic brand that is covered by your insurance so I'm like okay great give me that she's like no you have to get a prescription from your doctor so I'm Uh. calling 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 my doctor he's not answering and so I finally like went full blown white woman on his secretary and was like, I'm having fucking trouble breathing. Like this is unacceptable. He needs to get on the goddamn phone. Like this is important or write the prescription. Like I don't even need to talk to him, but I need this pump. So I go, he finally, she gives me a call back, says that the he's written the prescription. So I go over to Dwayne Reed and Shanti. When I tell you their systems were down, So they didn't get the prescription, and they're sitting there with the inhaler in their hand. Like we can't give it to you; our systems are down. I'm showing. I have a a portal where I can like show all of my medical records or whatever. So I'm showing them the prescription that he wrote. And she's like, well, the system is down, so we can't bill your insurance, so I can't give it to you. And I was struggling for air, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I can't breathe right now, and you're telling me you won't give me what's in your hand to help me, because you can't bill my insurance company? So I, like, went fucking bananas in Dwayne Reed. The fucking security guard had to come downstairs, and finally... Um, somebody in the back was like, "Okay, pay us in cash," which is still terrible. Pay us in cash. Keep the receipt. When our system, when when our systems are up, we can reimburse you. But you have to pay via cash. And I was just like, "Wow!" I had. And what so what if to you leave, didn't have the cash? I didn't. I had to leave. Or right, what if I didn't have the cash? Like, didn't have it to begin with. I had to leave. Go to the bank, withdraw money, come back. It was just like, wow, this is like they could so see you that I was today, struggling. Or
1: this was during your work. This
0: was during work. I my I selected my pharmacy across the street from my job purposely. So, I was just like, everybody, like I was, I, I was so disheartened by that. Like people would really see you in the street dying and be like, oh, do you have insurance? This fucking place. I I'm so fed up with it. It was disgusting. But I will say that the pump does help. So that's good. Significantly,
1: I, it's like okay, this is what I need.
0: Um it I mean it it helps. It opens up my passageways. Like it feels like like mucus is in the way. It feels tight like there's a weight on my chest and it feels like mucus like I'm all I'm constantly clearing my throat but nothing's coming up. But there's like this very clear phlegm, but it's not like it feels like like if I was had a chest cold or something and I got to get something out the way. But it's nothing. So I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's GERD. I don't know if it's just straight anxiety. But when it started, I didn't feel anxious. I was fine. Like when it really started to come on. So I don't know. But I'm hoping that this shit subsides soon because it's a really scary feeling. And all these tests were scary. And shout out to anybody who's ever gotten a CT scan where they had to like test your blood, like they put this IV in your arm and then they put this I don't know what it is, some kind of dye into your veins so that it dyes your blood a certain color so it shows up on the screen, but it makes your body feel like it's burning and burning. then there's this metallic taste in your mouth. Yeah, it's mm. like it's weird, but my All my stuff came back fine. They're like, you don't have bronchitis, you don't have this, you don't have that. So everything leads to like anxiety and stress and this is being caught, like this is making me have these kind of reactions, but I, I really wasn't stressed. Like work is stressful, but I, I felt like I was managing it a lot better than I have in the past where I would be like, I'm going in late or like I took that day and came home for Valentine's Day and was like, fuck it, I'm going to have fun with my girlfriends so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So Maybe
1: it's like over a period that's like the It's not like... That's what I they're saying.
0: Know. Like sometimes it can be subconscious.
1: Yeah. It's just your body may be conditioned. Yeah. But um, I feel
0: better when I'm physically active. Like I was doing some planks. Dairy? What?
1: Have you cut back on dairy? Have you been doing I've like I've been adapting foods? a vegan
0: diet. So yeah. So that was the other thing was that I was like, is it my body... Getting rid of mucus yeah. and yeah. like I can't breathe. Like, is it my body being like, ugh, get this out of here? I don't know. So you
1: should um look up mullen. Mullen's a good herb <sighs> for your lungs. Oh Lord, sorry. Oh my god, that's gonna be
0: happening during this episode. Sorry y'all. I'll move the mic. Um, but in other news, so I'm managing that. But can you text me whatever that is? Mullen pollen? Would you say? Mullen. Yeah, I will. I'm a um, right now, but I will. In other news, uh, my homegirl texted me and said Joseph Buttons threw a shade, <laughs> 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 but I will I I was annoyed, but I was like, you know what? He just threw us a little shade. He played us for being on the Roots Picnic lineup. So he was like, who the fuck are they? I think he thought that we were like a recording group, but we're not. Um, but, that's but who okay. the fuck are we?
1: Like he- we are
0: around the motherfucking way <laughs> curls and he doesn't need to know who we are because You're guess about what? To find
1: out his yeah.
0: monkey ass was on that bitch last year when nobody was at that motherfucking stage and the reed pulled out because they don't do shows with his corny wife beating ass or excuse me, girl beating like he beat up his girlfriend. Sorry, you beat up your girlfriend until she had a fucking, um, uh, miscarriage so you're not shit you've been no. a hater your whole life and he's not tr- new to this he's true to this so if he wants to smoke he can have it but we're gonna you know continue and be better be best right like Melania's dumb says anyway don't get me started you gonna make me need my pump so go ahead and just <laughs> tell me it tell me it updates y'all not gonna stress me out today who the fuck are we we are better human beings than his monkey ass We don't just get on podcasts and talk shit about people the whole time. We do,
1: I no we don't. I'm sorry, we do. (laughs) You do. do. I only talk about.
0: There's a very uh, Joseph Buttons, and I talk about who's a white lady who's trying to be black. Who I said she can't be to her. What's her name again? She changed her name to that other name.
1: Uh, her name is Rachel. What's her name? Right. What's her name? Rachel
0: Malika. No, Rachel. Richard Dole is off. Doles d
1: off. money d nice.
0: Bye, girl. What's your updates? I had long updates. I'm sorry.
1: Sorry, I had so much to say. Um, well, you know, I'm just over here with hair trouble. I need. Um, I cut off my my dead color. Color has been the bane of my life. Internet, and you did it again. Do not
0: even that was so annoying. Let me color
1: my. <laughs> Hair when I saw them again. highlights
0: in your head, I was so annoyed. Like, girl, we already established well, f- your hair doesn't we, like this.
1: Well, the first time was because it was atrocious. If anybody knows, go into the YouTube and you will see. Find a picture
0: time. of that and post that for this episode. <laughs> that for real. Was, when was you did Khalifa. that, I was like, oh. It was had terrible. You,
1: That's when my hair was thriving. No, had <laughs> you
0: rocked it, had you like owned it, it would have been cute. But you, you were like, I'm not owning this. I don't want nothing to do with this. No,
1: it was terrible. It had like green hints, tints in it. It was not okay. But that was the, that was, and my life was also spiraling out of control. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just cut my hair. But then I did it again most recently because I was like working next to a natural hair salon and I was like, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. But color requires a certain kind of maintenance that I am not going to do. So I cut it off. Um, I got it shaped a little bit. It looks I'm bowheaded headed again, but my curls are happy. And now I'm looking. I forgot how to do my hair. I'm looking for a thick cream. What is everybody working with?
0: You don't use um Giovanni's anymore.
1: That's a that's a leave-in. See, you don't even remember how, uh, the how it goes. Yes, <laughs> I
0: do. You just asked for a thick cream. I assumed it was like a, a leave-in.
1: Thick, no, like a thick. I'm sorry,
0: like a thick styling
1: cream like a thick
0: I already gave you one which one did you give me the Johnsky. the um god damn it it's I don't have it in front of me um I've been I've been using Camille Rose choice. curl um, curl curl maker you gave it to me like no I, I, I said it I said it on here that I was using it and it was amazing oh.
1: Oh yeah, I did see that. Your hair was looking, your hair has been looking fabulous these days. Thank
0: you. And I think that if you just put a little more in, it really helps. I put that under, I put that over my, I put my leave-in in, in, kinky curly, and then I comb that through my entire head and then I finger like my hair out and, and, and like place the hair like on the side that I want it to be. And then I go to town with that curl maker. Then I'm just like, I just scrunch my hair with the curl maker.
1: And then you I'm, diffuse your hair, right?
0: Not all I haven't been, in all honesty, because the weather's been a little better.
1: But when you do wear your hair, when you do dry your hair, you use a diffuser?
0: When I do blow dry my hair, yeah.
1: So you never just blow dry it directly without that little
0: diffusing drawn on it? Hell no. that It would just blow dry my hair straight. Is that what you're doing?
1: No, I'm not. What do you mean? I don't mean like the blow dryer with the comb on it, but like I don't have a diffuser cap for my blow dryer.
0: Girl, you could get that for like ten dollars from the hair store.
1: Well, here we go. I'm relearning my hair. That's all. Oh I'm my, my hair. god, we I'm had using a Main hair, bro.
0: Choice. Main
1: Choice actually, I tried today and it was really good. Especially with, now that I clip my ends and my curls are happier. <sighs> main Choice. What is this? Minutia. Main Choice moringa sealing cream has what? been great but i need help
0: i really <sighs> want you to try this camille rose curl maker they have it at target this is okay. not a real this is not an ad but they should pay us for it it's really good we and should. it's f- it's f- a- f- the hold is marshmallow root and it's not hard hold like my hair is I not love hard
1: marshmallow root i know first of all i,
0: I love it. I love, it I love it
1: well you y'all we about to bring it back to the old school around the way curls. I feel like I've said this before. But anyway, that's what I'm dealing with in my life.
0: Whatever. She going to cut her hair tomorrow, yo. I know. Be I'm going to cut her I'm be, be so agitated.
1: diddle. Ain't got no hair in the middle. Bitch, where you weave at? You know you need that. I learned that when I was six. Isn't that terrible? Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Philly Public Schools. Raising the youth. Um... And then last night I stayed up till 1.30 crying watching Kobe's Memorial. Did you watch it? Oh, what it? you
0: found it on. I watched it in the hospital, yeah. Because I, al- I didn't have shit else to do. I was I was in there for like... I went in at 12. They admitted me right away. And then I left at 7. I was in oh, there, bitch. And I was in there crying. They thought something was wrong with me. I was like,
1: I'm watching the Memorial. It was really like Michael Jordan's
0: oh Michael Jordan did such a good job it was so oh god it was so heartfelt right it was so heartfelt
1: and then Vanessa oh
0: yeah I thought it was really beautiful I thought the person that touched me the most definitely was um the coach of UConn mm-hmm. and then Michael Jordan like yeah, really, really his was like because you know we never see him like that and Michael Jordan wasn't like the best mentor to people. Like he was an asshole, but the fact that like you could tell he really loved Kobe. Oh, and like God. I mean, we all have that person that's like fucking annoying. They're always hitting you up but you're like I got to I got to respond. This person <laughs> you just got to like it's that annoying person. Just like I love this shit out of them. I don't know. It was really sweet. Um I was so happy that Alicia Keys did not sing. Oh. <laughs> I was as soon as I heard her name, I was that's like, "Oh why... my God. <laughs> Now that's somebody. I sorry, I I don't mean to talk about people, but I was just and she she played beautifully. She just said
1: she don't talk about nobody but Rachel Dolezal, <laughs> and then here, it she is, just, here she she go on her bullshit. She played beautifully.
0: She played beautifully, but that damn, she did. She played beautifully. I have nothing else to say. I I I I turned it off when Christina Aguilera came on because I, I didn't want to damn Christina. Aguilera. I didn't want to hear her sing Ave Maria. But, um, and I missed Beyonce, but I just, I wanted to hear them talk about him and I got that and I can, and I'm worried about Shaq cause I just feel like Shaq has lost so many people this last couple of months. Like I think he, he lost his sister. He lost, I think his mom, somebody else. So he's, and he's been open about how like he's not well and he's going through it. So, um, and I like the story that Shaq told, but Michael was the one that got me. And, and and he gave us that laugh about the crying meme that everybody <laughs> yeah, needed, you know? Memes. Everybody needed it in that moment. <laughs> and I thought it was sweet. Like, when you watched it, you could see Beyonce consoling Vanessa, like, just putting her hand on her shoulder. And, like, apparently, what? like, Beyonce and Jay-Z and them rang in the new year with Kobe. Like, apparently, they were cool. So, I don't know. It's just... It still don't make any sense. But, um... I, I was but happy that he was celebrated in that way.
1: There's something very um strong about Vanessa. Like, there's something very, like, she feels.
0: Yeah. She said, we're still the best team. Yeah. Oh, man, that fucked me up. I was like, whoa. She said, I got these girls. You got Gigi. We're still the mm-hmm. best team. And the fact that she was like, I've been with him since I was 17 and a half. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Women well, like that, um, the Vanessas, the Lauren Londons, I don't know how they do it. You got no choice. Yeah, right? Got to keep on keeping on.
1: Well, that's what I've been doing. Oh, those are my updates. Oh, one last time. All right. One last time. March 21st. Internet, what are you doing March 21st? Can you come to um, D.C. for the Black Love Experience?
0: I'll buy you a ticket. Mm. Hello? I'm looking at my calendar. I literally <laughs> open my phone and look at my calendar. I'm not... Either I way... I wasn't being quiet. Yes, <laughs> I can. Yes, I should can. should come
1: to the Black Love Experience in D.C. This is a really awesome event. There's going to be... We should hit them up next year. it will be like, y'all, we should, we should talk on your panel. You should let us talk our shit on your panel. But anyway, there's going to be... Li- they have, like, panelists talking. They have a wellness area. They have over, like, 50 vendors, live music, drinks, food. It's just a really classy, sexy D.C. event. Get your friends. Dress up. Go down there. Oh, you I got to
0: get dressed up?
1: I mean, you got to be raggedy. You got to, like, come with the D.C. swag. Like, you know, what. <laughs> I am so, Philly is so raggedy that I went one time to D.C. and I was like, what in, these people are fancy. I think, oh, is everybody rich here? Like, I was like, <laughs> none of the men are dusty. I felt all out of place and like, Georgia She Lee said to, none we, we of the men are here.
0: dusty. That's the best word.
1: That's when I realized, I was like, whoa, Philly is so raggedy. Trash. But so you got to go, you know, you live in New York, you already know what it is. But um, listen, I I'm able to get gui- to give you guys a discount of $10 off your tickets. And all of the presale tickets are sold out, so this is your only opportunity to get it cheap. Um, am I getting a discount or am I getting I will free pay ticket. for your ticket.
0: Oh, worry. Right. Thank you.
1: But just go to the blackloveexperience.com and then when you go to buy your ticket All you need to use is BLE twenty twenty SC, and you'll get your discount. You have till March first to make this happen. So uh, after that, it's full price. But it's it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be fun. And um, Antoinette may be there. And who else? Who? Maybe the girls will go. Who? Anyway, she's like, what?
0: Our girls. Yeah. You got to tell me, we'll, we'll talk I'll offline pe- and talk about what it is.
1: I just explained it. If you don't know what it is, then I'm not doing a good job at explaining it to everybody I still yet.
0: don't know what it is. You're just like, it's fancy.
1: They're not dusty. They It's not fancy. It's just an event. So you go into the event and similar to, um, what's a good example? So they have like they have a schedule throughout the evening where if you want to go listen to a discussion about wellness or um, they have some really amazing folks that are there. Hold on. Let me look at this lineup. Jesus, I got to be prepared like Elizabeth Warren. God damn it.
0: Girl, you um, not explaining this well. <laughs> what is it? Is a is it a dating event? Is it like a where people are black, talking no, about love? The
1: Black Love Experience connects creatives, revolutionaries, and kindred souls, and basically it's just a night where people come together and mingle. There's food, there's drink, there's vendors, there's oh, live entertainment. Oh, that's nice! And Don't bring them raggedy girls the opportunity of opportunity. <laughs> there's also the opportunity, if you wanted to, that's what I was saying, if you want to sit and like look at panel discussions, that it, there's programming throughout the evening. So you would just come, pull up, see what's going on. Oh, I love new it. Meet people, okay. find new vents. It's really cute. It's really well done. It's really tasteful. She does a really good job. Um, and I would really like you to come. Okay, I'll come. And I think that everybody else should come, too. And We should all just meet each other and be like, oh, hey are you around the way curls and be like hi and then be like okay
0: and then um <laughs> okay that's it those All are right. updates okay so i got we're some struggling. politics as usual <laughs> what'd you say we're struggling but it's okay who's it's struggling
1: fine.
0: i'm struggling i'm sorry girl um <laughs> These last two episodes, we've been a little... We got to reel it in this one. Y'all about to get a a serious one that you could just not listen to. It's like um, (laughs) politics is usual. So I'm a little annoyed right now because the debates are on. And I'm recording and not watching the debates, which is very upsetting to me. I hope I can find a pirated link later. But uh, the debate last week... Um, in Nevada, Miss Elizabeth Warren, is she just showed us what she's working with. She's basically a God. And she came and she gathered us all. And she just was like, I posted this video of her just debating over the ether beat because she literally like two minutes in was like... Brr! Like, (laughs) and no one saw it coming and she really needed to have a strong performance and she did. So I'm going to just play the clip now so folks can hear how she started the debate.
2: I'd like to talk about who we're running against, a billionaire who calls women fat broads and horse-faced lesbians. And no, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Mayor Bloomberg. Democrats are not going to win if we have a nominee who has a history of hiding his tax returns, of harassing women, and of supporting racist policies like redlining
0: and stop and frisk. Boom. Like damn. She she kept going after that. What did that? he say? He oh, you you haven't seen this? I'ma send it to you. Send you the I clip. haven't
1: seen what his response was. Girl, just he just stood going.
0: there looking. He he literally wouldn't even look at her. Well, he just had, he he fell he flatlined. Like I'm and scared. I was thinking to myself, this dude just spent a half a billion dollars just to get his ass kicked. It's crazy. So anyway, Elizabeth Warren. This is, and honestly, and, and not honestly, but this is the, most importantly, this was the first debate that Bloomberg was going to be on because he didn't qualify for the other debates and the they changed the rules to get him on the debate stage because he has so much money, which is not really cool. Everybody's thinking he's buying his way into the election. So she starts off with that. like You got redlining, you got stop and frisk, and you got mad women that have complained about you and who are silenced by your NDAs. So she just kind of summarized everything that she was going to attack him on that, that night. But then, then she hits him with this one, which is even better.
2: Senator Warren, you've been critical of Mayor Bloomberg on this issue. Yes, I have. And I hope you heard what his defense was. I've been nice to some women.
0: This is her talking about
2: has to stand on his record and what we need to know is exactly what's lurking out there. He has gotten some number of women, dozens who knows, to sign non-disclosure agreements both for sexual harassment and for gender discrimination in the workplace. So, Mr. Mayor, are you willing to release all of those women from those non-disclosure agreements so we can hear their side of the story? <laughs>
0: We have a very few
2: non-disclosure agreements. Uh, How many is there? Let me finish. How many is there? None of them accused me of doing anything other than maybe they didn't like the joke I told. And let me just and let me put, there's agreements between two parties that wanted to keep it quiet, and that's up to them. They signed those agreements, and we'll live with it. So wait, when you say it is up to, I just want to be clear. Some is how many? When you, and when you say they signed them and they wanted them, if they wish now to speak out and tell their side of the story about what it is they allege, that's now okay with you? You're releasing them on television tonight? S- Senator? Is that
1: right? <laughs> she, she was all hype. She didn't really go come for Bernie, though, huh? And I that's my point. I was listening to NPR that she really is just like, let me, so let me go here. there.
0: So she went and let me go there. That is my one criticism of her. Because here's the thing about Elizabeth Warren is that she... The thing that is so frustrating is that she is so talented. She is the most talented on that stage. She is the most prepared, even in Congress. This is how she deals with people when she's dealing with them in Congress. She always has her research together. She always knows what she's talking about, and she always knows how to back them up against the wall and back them into a corner so that they have to respond to her question, and she holds their fucking feet to the fire. So anybody that tells me that a woman cannot be Trump... Good no, there's no way that Trump could beat her on the debate stage. He would run from her on a debate stage. She would eat well, he, him alive. But I mean, he never Bernie, was
1: really great on the debate stage. Like yeah, he's, but he's he never... knew he
0: he was he knew how to. Hillary didn't come for him like brat. She just didn't like she was just trying to be this politician that and she had her own problems too. Like the only thing he can say about Elizabeth Warren is the whole Pocahontas thing got it but that's played out by now but like my issue and that was my criticism of her was that she is standing next to the front runner who is bernie yeah. sanders yeah girl there are so many things that like they're in nevada nevada is where the deadliest mass shooting in recent american history took place because they don't count shit like slavery and wars and shit but bernie is they're there in Nevada, and he's wishy-washy on gun control. He's never had firm footing on like how he feels about gun control ever. She could have just gotten him just on that alone. Now it would have been harder. Bernie with
1: the heat though. Bernie gets hyped boots too.
0: Bernie gets hyped, but he just starts yelling. He's not as skilled as her. He's not. He's not. He has his talking points. It's health care. It's a human right. And there's no H on it. It's human right, and you know, you gotta, it's just like <laughs> See, I. You keep, be coming for people. Here. I'm not coming for nobody. I'm describing human uh, no rights. <laughs> but the other thing too is that he just had a heart attack, and he had a heart attack in Nevada. Someone on that debate stage should have said, because you want to take away all all private insurance. Let me ask you: when you had your heart attack here, how did you cover yourself? Was it with your private insurance? Not even saying that I agree
1: with but like that. But don't
0: they have similar stances? Exactly. So would she she come wouldn't have been able to. Well, she's she's starting to edge on like, well, we need to have Medicare for all, but also have a public buy-in option. Like she's starting to shift because she knows Medicare for all one will never get passed in the with the Republicans, and a lot of Democrats don't like that idea. Who have insurance? I actually nervous about it but i would be down for it if it meant like i mean bernie has yet to explain how he's gonna pay for this shit too so it's very Brilliant. confusing elizabeth has a plan for how she's like i'm gonna put a fucking wealth tax on these motherfuckers that's how we gonna pay for it and amazon and all these bitches who's making all this money that money is gonna pay for it and she has it on her website boop 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 it's very clear bernie don't nobody know how he's gonna pay for it yet he keeps talking they about say uh, that
1: her, the her but her figures are unrealistic. That's what I heard. That Medicare for
0: all is unrealistic right now. It just oh, is to I me. I feel
1: like many countries are already it's like but I think that there's a step there's a there's a stepping
0: there's a stepping stone. And here's the thing about Bernie and it makes me nervous and I'm not saying I'm against him and I'm not saying that I'm against Medicare for all. I'm saying that I'm looking at how do we get Trump out? I'm not looking at who I like the most. I obviously like Elizabeth Warren the most. But how do we get Trump out? I don't see... Bernie's whole thing is like, fuck the independents. Fuck the people who are not really feeling Trump but don't really fuck with me. I'm just going to ride with my base and we're going to win it that way. Which no one has won in that way. And if you do it that way we end up with these two very polarizing figures going up against each other and they're all anti-establishment. Not saying that I'm for the establishment, but what I'm saying is these people in middle America, these people in Pennsylvania, outside of Philly, matter of fact, not even outside of Philly because I think Trump won Philly or got so, he got a lot of votes in Philly, but like these people who are scared, who don't even, they don't necessarily like Trump, they're very scared of Bernie as well. And so you just have like, it's just anti-establishment. And it's like, maybe Bernie's going to burn the whole shit down and maybe that's what needs to happen. But Bernie has his record of getting shit passed and getting shit done and being productive in government is uh, not that great because people don't work with him. And Ava DuVernay just got her ass ringed through the coals on Twitter because she fucking said that. She was like, yo, I'm not saying I don't agree with this guy, but what I'm saying is he is, one, it's going to be difficult to get him elected, and two, he don't work with nobody. So how all this stuff that sounds good, Medicare for all, um, student loan forgiveness and all that, it's not going to get passed because he doesn't even know how to talk to people across the aisle to get it passed.
1: But nor does Trump. Like, well, Since when is that
0: the the the... <clears throat> Trump has archetype for what people vote for. (sighs) Well, Trump has the Senate, and now that he doesn't have the House, it's harder for him to get stuff by because now the Democrats took back the House. But before he had the House and the Senate, which was how he was getting shit all all kinds of crazy shit through. I mean, it's a it's a mess. It's a whole mess.
1: I've I've never read any Octa- uh, Octavia Butler books but I just picked one up and it's called Parables of the Talents and it's basically a dystopian sci-fi story about it's set in 2032 and basically apocalypse happened and the whole everything just fell the fuck apart. Everybody's leveled economically. It's just like think of like um, think of like a zombies what's that m- show that everybody you know like everything's leveled nothing's functioning everybody's surviving in their small little groups of people that they're just learning how to trust it doesn't matter what race you are even though like race economics had played a huge part and in are ingrained in kind of like the social structures of just like dealing with each other but there are no power, there are not many power dynamics to uphel- uphold them. But anyway, they have, for somehow, I haven't got to how this is possible, but there still are elections happening, and there is a. Um, a nominee who actually says verbatim, I don't know when this book was written, but it was like, it says, make America great again, and he's, Similar to Trump, he's just, you know, just against um, minorities. He's just, uh, well, in and, and the book, he's disp- he's depicted as being super religious, like super, um, I guess he's, cr- I don't know what kind of Christian he is, but basically, you know, similar to Trump in that just fuck everybody else but this this group of people that he identifies with. And it's just crazy i went to parables i don't know when octavia wrote this but how similar and how possible all that was written in this book how possible it is how absolutely although it's supposed to be sci-fi how real it is and it scares the shit out of me and um that's also my update for the day so anybody that's read that will know this shit is crazy need to read it how real it's not it's not like a zombie apocalypse We're like yeah, yeah, yeah and I was like oh my god this actually could happen any day
0: now yes you should read it it's very good so far so I don't have time to read um sorry I'll read it um what else what else what else oh oh so last week we had a uh, song at the end, you know how we like to put a little songy song at the end. That song was from uh, Marquise Hill's Love Tape.
1: It was banging hip hop and R and
0: B. Yo, Love Tape is the shit. So I know Marquise. Um, he is a musician that I hire at work a lot, and he, I had slept on this album. He's like a kind of independent dude doing this thing. This album is the shit. Did you listen to the whole thing? I did. It's so good. He gave us like and he's not talking on it. He like took um Earth the Kit excerpts and I don't know who the other people are. Child Raggedy. But he incorporated them into his own original music. And it's basically it's definitely an ode to women, black women I feel like specifically. Felicia
1: Rashad is on one of them.
0: I think I thought that was her, right? Sounds like her. I can't it's really tell.
1: sweet. It's so it's, sweet.
0: It's so great. It's like the the male version of a miseducation, a little bit-ish. But it's like you could put it on and just chill. I highly recommend people listen to it. You can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music, yada, yada, yada. But shout out to Marquise Hill and his love tape because oh, excuse me. Um, it really is just doing something to High me. He also Grace. have Love Tape with Voices. I have not listened to that one yet, but the love tape came out in 2019. And it's got two naked people on the um, one
1: on that looks cover. just like you. I P- I thought it that was like you. five was people like, that enough. said
0: that, and I was like, I don't look like that naked. But all right, thank you. She just light skin, and her hair was put up in a top knot. Anyway, no, she looks like you, but I don't know. all right, I'll take it. Thanks. Also, you put me on to my new favorite IG brownie points for you. Very amazing. I highly recommend that people... Actually, that's not my new favorite IG. Wait. That's one of them. Brownie points for you. And you put me on because you posted this really dope um, (laughs) visual. It was like... It looks like like a throwback. I don't know. Like a throwback. What were those magazines? Vintage
1: 70s soul.
0: Yeah. Vintage 70s soul thing. And and it says um, PSA. I'm about to come does not mean switch up the rhythm. I was like, "Okay, I... okay." But so many people don't know that. Why don't they know that? Because we're not speaking up for ourselves.
1: Jesus. No, nigga, slow down. Don't do that. Oh my god! Just, stay you just push them off. You just like start smacking people in the head. Just Didn't start screaming. T- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> What the fuck? Fuck. (laughs) This gets so mad
0: shame them. (laughs) Fuck. Don't you know what you're the fuck doing? (laughs) I can do this shit. Move. Move. (laughs) (laughs) Let me show you. Shit. Sit there. Sit there and watch. (laughs) Don't touch me. No. Go make me
2: pancakes, nigga.
0: (laughs) Listen. I have something else for you to waste your time on. It's not a waste of time. It's the best time. Oh no, Mm -hmm. you I think you know about it. Somebody sent me Influencers in the Wild. <laughs> yeah, you got that from me. Girl, when you going to give me credit for putting you on for all the things, huh? No, so, really, it wasn't you who sent me this. But I think that mm-hmm. you do. You, I'm pretty sure you follow it because I see your name. But I put Jade onto this. When I tell you I was hyperventilating in the airport looking at these videos. Y'all, if you have time today, go to Influencers in the Wild. And this is just a genius. It's just a genius IG account. Of all these dumbass influencers doing dumbass shit and getting caught and just looking stupid and just trying to be celebrities. And it's just, ugh. It's so great. It's so great. (laughs) It really is. All my captions are now going to be like, influencers be like, look at this sign. But really, I'm just butt naked on the beach or something. (sighs) Anyway. Yeah. So here we are. Ah, uh, those were our long ass yeah. updates and things. Oh, one one person called last week. A couple people called, but one girl, none of them. Um If they
1: talking about they're talking about penis, your
0: ovulating penis. They are? They aren't. Oh my god. The one girl said, said she one mentioned one it. What she say? She she was like, Girl, um, I don't remember.
1: Well, that was a good story
0: but but we should <laughs> we should play it cuz it was sweet and I don't have it pulled up so we'll play it next week. Shout out to you, you know who you are. There was one that was really really sweet and we need to play it. Um but yeah, y'all should continue to call in at 215-948-2780. I did have somebody write me about the ovulating penis. And she was what like What did they say? She said I don't know if I should say, it, I don't say the n word, but she said oh, niggas ovulate all the time because they definitely be on their periods. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: I'm not. I, maybe people have a different experience with ovulation than I do. <laughs> like when you ovulate, no, she's you wanna just trying fuck, to, and you want to have, and it's it feels great. It's like your body's like, we're gonna get you pregnant, get your titties bigger and more sensitive. It's like a wonderful thing. You guys keep associating it with your period. No, and although but they're she correct, was trying to say it.
0: that, never mind. She was just trying to say, like, they go through mood swings. I so know. They I it. understand. But that's not. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop. clears throat>
1: oh,
0: my
1: God. And Spotify's um, right when we tried to say that the commercials <laughs> it working. didn't work it started they working. did work because they are always trying to make a fool out of us
0: shout out to amy from mm-hmm. spreaker for fixing it thank you um anyway we are actually going to take a break and we will come back after these messages after we'll these right messages back. So we are back, and we need to get into our topic for today. <clears throat> so Shanti brought up a book that she recommended that I read. Well, first of all, let's est- let's establish one thing
1: very quickly. Oh God, if you're about to talk about what you, I think you're about to talk
0: about. <laughs> I am because you owe me an apology.
1: I apologized to you. <laughs> no,
0: you apologize. So Shanti, for those who don't watch our arguments. <laughs> online she fucking wrote me this rude ass uh it wasn't what was rude. it a text message yes it was and you were like I want you to know so basically she let me borrow a book called pleasure activism that she spoke about on the podcast then she saw that I was on the flight reading it <laughs> and um circling stuff on it and so she wrote me this hype ass short ass text like i want you to know that's my read it can
1: you find it read it and let's see if it was hype i mean everything was hype everything is this is how i said it i said i want you to know that's my book and it was a gift to me and i want you to buy me another one that's how that's what i that's the tone
0: right and so i was like bitch first of all it's not even your book all you had to do is (laughs) ask me like is that my book? Can Is that my book? If so, don't write in it. It wasn't a that
1: you bought another book. It just I, wasn't a possibility. It obviously mm-hmm. was
0: because I fucking bought another book. I was writing in my own. Why do you think that I would just take your book and start writing in it? Because
1: you've done that with my Queen of Fuwa book. It's not the first time you've taken a book that, of mine I bought my, and that wrote that Queen all Afua over book. it.
0: I don't believe that. I, that I, is my
1: Queen of no, Fools book. No, it is not. Yes, it is. The fact I no that, longer have it and you have one. That's
0: not And true. I let you borrow it. It's not yours. All right. It's, it's happened in
1: the past. I was triggered. I said, Yo, she took my queen of foot.
0: Book <laughs> Fuck you. And dribbled That is all not over your it. book. But not yes, only did she send me this nut is. ass text, she also sent me a nut ass IG message. And I was like, girl, you hyping <laughs> shit over this book and wrong. <laughs> it's not your book. And I just tried to give you your book back when I was in Philly. And you your dumbass was like, Oh, I forgot it. No, so I never
1: heard you say, Hey, I have your book, it's on the table. I cause never You never listen that. to
0: anything that I say. No,
1: I just never heard that.
0: All right, well ever I, said. I have your book, it's intact, and that's that. Okay. I but you sorry still sorry
1: for assuming Where did you write that, that? Was Where my did book?
0: You... Where did you write that? Because I want them to read I your book. I wrote apology. it all over
1: the place. I can I came and knocked on your motherfucking door and handed you the <laughs>
0: You were so hype about that book. And I was like, Girl. Uh, Cause it, it triggered me. Shut I said, "Damn, she did that uh, with
1: my other book. She just steals my fucking books and writes." Where is
0: that book? Where is it? Shit. All Her apology it. was so fucking whack. Then I was like, "You need to apologize to me." And she was like, "Thank you." And I was like, "No, that's not an apology." And then you wrote, "Okay." Literally, I'm looking at it. Why would and you? Then write what did me? I say? Then what did it say? And then you wrote. I mean, sorry. And I was like, no, that doesn't count. I didn't
1: mean to say thank you. I mean I, to say I'm sorry. Who the fuck but apologizes
0: and writes thank you? Th- that was not heartfelt. If you accidentally wrote thank you, then you weren't listening to it shit wasn't I said. was a heartfelt
1: apology. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> no. feel like it was.
0: All right, let's get to I talking. said I'm That's sorry. That's my exact fucking point. So what are we talking about right now? <laughs> it wasn't heartfelt. You didn't want to apologize even though you were wrong. Typical no, Shanti. I just wasn't.
1: It wasn't that big of a... not it wasn't that big of a deal,
0: but <sighs> to you, give me
1: my to you, but you're going
0: to send me in my fucking text message and DM. It's a big deal to me anyway. So here we are. Shanti put me onto pleasure activism and folks, uh, seem like they were interested in ha- starting a book club. So I wanted to get into it a little bit. This isn't part of the book club, but I just want to explore just the topic in general. Oh, <laughs> mm. you Okay. <clears throat> full disclosure um i have only really read the first chapter and the intro and the intro kind of rocked my world so i was like let's just start here but um i want to first define what pleasure activists are um as written by the author um intro page Pleasure activists seek to understand and learn from the politics and power dynamics inside of everything that makes us feel good. This includes sex and the erotic, drugs, fashion, humor, passion work, connection, reading, cooking, and or eating, music and other arts, and so much more pleasure activists believe that by tapping into the potential goodness in each of us we can generate justice and liberation growing a healing abundance where we have been socialized to believe only scarcity exists so that really struck me because i feel like i'm somebody that was came that just was taught that everything is in scarcity that nothing is in abundance <laughs> from my raggedy parents um and so I've never ever looked at pleasure in this way and so I was just reading about you know pleasure activism and I was trying to figure out like well what is pleasure to me like what does that even mean like I and I think there's a lot of people that go through life and they don't identify pleasure as something that we can be in active pursuit of, and actively encouraging. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's due to a lot of things. I think, one, it's due to just the perils of life and how life is like you're going, 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 and people look at pleasure as like it's a, what's the word? It's not necessarily something that you have to have. It's, it's extra. You know, in life, you just need to work, yada, 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 and go through it. At least that's what I think a lot of, at least Americans, and especially people who are just grinding, grinding, grinding constantly, um, are focused on. And so I think there's politics to pleasure, as she's talking about. So whenever there's activism involved, there always has to be politics around it. So I wanted to discuss what the politics and power dynamics of pleasure are. And I guess the first when I think of pleasure, the first place that my mind goes is physical and sexual pleasure.
1: Yes,
0: you so put it in. Yes, Uh, but think. But seriously though, so what are the politics around sex? Like when I say that, like there's all these things that are taboo. You know, there's people who have open relationships. We've had people on here discussing open relationships. There's people who are into being tied up, maybe being beaten up. So wait you're naked. saying
1: that these are the, the politics around it or the many I'm ways that it can that, be
0: enjoyed? I'm saying that these are definitely the many ways that our people enjoy pleasure and around the guise of sex. And even naked nakedness is like taboo. Even masturbation is taboo and all these things can be tied up into this like intimate pleasure. But like the politics around that they exist. And I'm asking you what like what do you think they are? Like when you think of these things, where does your mind go? Does it go to oh, this is my human right, my or like Bernie says oh, my human right saying. or right. is it oh no, that's that's Oh we'll, yeah, we I don't know. Talk I about was that.
1: You know, I do was that raised with very, you know, alternatively d- different people. Like the way that they lived and existed was very not very cookie cutter or square. But especially from my father, and I I connect a lot of my sense of shame to him, you know. There was always like there were always um criteria and qualifications that had to be met in order it, for these things to be deemed as you know um acceptable or deemed as like quote unquote yeah they they in, in order for them to be approved mm-hmm. you know and there was there was it was always um constraints and there's always um Yeah, just like in in order for you to have sex, you know, it's between a man and a woman and you're mm-hmm. married. And for him, even further, you know, sex is and my mom always says this now too, sex is for rec- sex isn't for recreation, it's for procreation. It's like bitch, no it isn't. But <laughs> it's this idea of that it's it's purposeful and intended for something more than just sex and like that I mean rather pleasure and that's true it's a dynamic thing it's a complicated thing but the value of it was more for procreation than pleasure and there's always this idea of um they're they're very much into vibe so to speak or like modes of being like there's the mode of being in passion there's a mode of being in ignorance and then there's the mode of being in um like a more spiritual or more uh evolved way of being and so like if you were into sex or if you're into like showing off your body if you're into like sensual things then you were put in this box of being in a more passionate or ignorant way of being and that wasn't what you wanted to be you wanted Mm -hmm. to be more evolved you wanted to be more spiritual you wanted to be above that and concerned with you know energetically it has a different effect on you and you're less like entangled in consequential things and like I can see that I can actually I can me saying that I can it's that's why it's always really hard for me to embrace this idea because i also i do believe that there are different energetic ways that people move through the world some people move through it more ignorantly and are concerned i don't
0: know i don't I know, know see, if it's, is it's really complicated that, that, for me right 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 but i th- even you talking about it it's interesting to me because i don't think it's more ing- ignorantly i think so when i think about the sex and and you know all of the stipulations that are put on it in terms of whether it's between a man and a woman, a woman and a woman, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever the fuck. I, I think about the power structure behind who is making these decisions and why. And I think those that's the politics behind it. Of like, why is it important that women feel like they have to be married and chosen before they're able to have sex? Why is it important that, you know, we... I'm, women are not or people are shamed for pleasuring themselves why is that something that's done in the dark why is that something that's not spoken about and I think that it's a power dynamic especially when it comes to women and people who identify as women and especially when it especially when it comes to people who are homosexual and like there's power dynamics of like society functions this way because of like patriarchy and the man, especially, um, excuse me, specifically the white man is in control. That's at the top the white of the man. I'm serious. That's at the top of the food chain. And so like, and then after that, arguably in this context, I would say it's every other man because I mean, at the end of the day, remember women, <laughs> white women <laughs> weren't able to vote even when black men were, so we out here but like women like there's a power dynamic to this and i think it's a there's aspect of control i think their shame is definitely used to control and to make sure that that power dynamic stays intact you have to be married in order to experience this kind of pleasure you have to you shouldn't masturbate because that means that that you're desensitizing yourself, and that 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 means that you're fast. You should only have this amount of partners before you know. If you if you are unmarried, like you can't have too many body counts. Like who is making these decisions? If I if people are practicing safe sex, if people are practicing adult safe sex and they want to explore and they want to explore their bodies and they want to, and they feel sexually liberated in that way. I think that my mind doesn't even wrap around it that well because I was brought up in such a way where it was like, there was shame. I mean, my mother is Catholic, but I just think all of it is just a means to control. And, th- and and that's what it is. E- and you can even go to, you know, something else, like p- p- uh, pleasure dynamics within women. When it comes to mothering, this mothers have to be self-sacrificing. They're unable to seek pleasure without it seeming selfish. Mothers have to give up their jobs. If they do work, they're constantly asked, like, where are your kids with their damn father? What do you mean? Like, it's, it's like it's the power dynamic it's the social structure excuse me political structure around it even think about drugs think about the idea just just use weed for example that has been something that has ripped communities apart this pleasure this this leaf basically that gives some people pleasure and now it's being turned now that people can make money off of it and the power structure can shift a little bit where white folks are making millions of dollars off of this. Now it's okay. But like, it's just, it's just blowing my mind the more and more I think about that. And she even goes into how the author, how she's into some drug use or whatever and how she has experimented with things, but it's a power structure and I, and the more and more i think about pleasure the more and more i realize that or seeming it to to me it seems that the people who are at the bottom of the totem pole feel less entitled to pleasure mm.
1: and mm-hmm. the people
0: who are at the top feel more entitled to it like it it's almost like mm. how could you even how could how could you even think that i that i don't deserve this because they've just had it it's like that uh, kind of I I deal with some of these people all the time because I'm in service work and like this elitist approach from the richest of the people that I deal with where there's but no it, gratitude it's like of course you're supposed to do this for me because my this my life has been full of <laughs> of this kind of treatment of this kind of pleasure of this kind of freedom
1: well that I think that's where I I think that's where I I get confused right because I served very wealthy people for a long time. Some people were really into it and really enjoyed their food and their lifestyle. And But then oftentimes, majority of the times, there's people that have these so-called, engage in these so-called pleasurable acts, these, these acts of privilege and leisure, but they're not happy. They're not fulfilled. So is pleasure just, and I guess well, that that's makes po- me go back to this idea of if a woman is sexually liberated quote unquote and do whatever the fuck she wants to do or he wants to do. Does that necessarily equate to somebody? I don't know. I, it, it's no, just does interesting. Does that necessarily
0: equate like, ha- to somebody being? No, because there's a lot huh? of people that you mean, does that necessarily equate to them being like happy, happy
1: that pleasure Absolutely equates not. to happiness? Absolutely not.
0: I'm specifically talking about people who are, are actually receiving pleasure from what they're doing. We they're know happy. that there are people who are, yeah, who, who are happy, who are, who are pleasured. I'm, we know that there's people that are having tons of sex and they're empty as fuck and they're just doing it to fill a void. We know that exists. I'm not talking about them. Okay. And even these people who are eating out and stuff, like the very fact that you are liberated enough to do that, to have that is like the fact that they feel like, why wouldn't I do that? Where there's other people who are walking around and they don't even think they deserve it or they don't even think they're entitled to pleasure. That's really the thing. It's like, I think that's the politics, the mind shift of like, oh, I actually deserve this because I am a human.
1: Yeah.
0: Not because I'm rich, not because I worked hard today, not because like this is, so this is where I I start to like trip out about my own upbringing is that I was taught that pleasure came after only sacrifice and that was it. So when you worked hard, you got something in return. That was it. That was the only time that you should be, you should have pleasure. I, I was not taught that I deserve pleasure and happiness simply because I existed it was something that had to be earned, and it was, it, and it's still somewhat I think conflicting for me because it's ingrained in me that like this hard work equal rewards, and that if you don't if you aren't working hard you aren't deserving, and I'm really trying to rework and rewire my brain, you know, like if I wanted to buy a home or something or X Y like if I won't even take time to just sometimes. Go get a pedicure. And that's something that pleasures me because I feel like, oh well, I don't have a ton of money, so I shouldn't do that. When I absolutely have an, I have enough money to do something like that. Like I have enough money for that. And it's a it's a it's a mindset. It's less about money and it's more of like this is what I deserve. Like I deserve to move through life and feel pleasured. And it sounds so simple, but it's 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 very confusing. Like, and I I, it is. I'm fucked up over here. It's really confusing. Like, I'm fucked up over here. (laughs) Really. So I I have to ask myself, and I challenge all of us to ask (laughs) ourselves: What gives me pleasure? What do? How do I want to be pleasured? And it doesn't have to be sexual at all, but it can be. Like, I I was really, I knew this girl um, who literally, I'll never forget it. She came from a very strict background. She was like, I would love to have sex with three men. And I was like, what? She was like, yeah. And she would be, she was so open about it. Like, oh my God, I, I think that would be so much fun. And she I remember three. just. three. Three. And God I said, damn. wow. And so she, I, I, just the very fact that she was like, that's what I like. Like, that's what I want. I want to be handled in that way. And it, and it wasn't coming from this place of like, Oh, I I just want attention. Like you could see it in her that she was just this self-possessed, like that would give me pleasure. And I don't, I I'm sure that a lot of people don't understand it, but that's what I want to do. And I'm going to do it eventually one day when I find the people that I want to do it with and it's going to make sense to me and what gives me, and and I will watch her just move through. And I used to think like, yo, this girl's selfish as fuck. Cause some of her, the things that she would do, I would be, I just would never like, it's like a courtesy. Like we, it's the self-sacrificing shit where if there was a whole bunch of people over or a whole bunch of people that we were hanging out with and she just wanted to be alone, or she just wanted to go like she literally would leave the room and like go get high maybe maybe go masturbate and then join us again when she was ready cuz in that moment that was what she be You got to text me who this is <laughs> study your <in> business <laughs> I'll text you but it, and it was fascinating to me so I'm like what what is the pleasure what is ple- what in my life is the pleasure you know, like what? What am I actively pursuing? Like that pleasures me outside of like, yeah, I masturbate. Well, pursuing
1: Great. is a is a is is also a conflicting word for me. Pursuing is also connected to like this striving. What do you do? What no, what do, what you do, do I do? That's, that's what I mean. What just what do
0: I do? Right. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? I'm asking you. I'm asking you. <laughs> we over here fucked up. I don't <laughs> Oh no! Outside of like of my no. bath, my bath is oh definitely how I always take time to have my bath. But like pleasure, not like self care pleasure. I I don't know. I'm still wrapping my mind about around what pleasure is for me. What is pleasure?
1: I ain't even go hold you, fam. <laughs> I have, like, I know I have a lot of shame, you know? Mm. I feel like my, pr- my pleasure, my discovery of pleasure was stunted mad early. Because I was, well, I guess I was, it happened when, you know, when I was 21, 22 years old when I got pregnant. You know, I, I was really, I'll never forget being like, oh my God, this world is my oyster. I'm about to go ham. And... For me at that time, and everybody, you know, um, yeah, I was reckless. I was probably making, see, even me saying that right. is like shame's exactly. attached to it. <laughs> but I was drinking. I was
0: dancing. But I was were you happy? putting myself through school. I was. But were you happy? Did those things give you pleasure?
1: I think I was. I was so in love with the possibility. I was so in love with the discovery and the fact that I had so much to discover and on my own terms and through my own money and independence and, and, and wanderings and wonderings. I, I'll i never forget that feeling of being like, oh my God, this is about to get so crazy. And then through, I mean, shit, when I was, you know, having this relationship, that was, that was a part of my pleasure. That was a part of my discovery. That was a mm-hmm. part of my, um, the fun that I was having. And it, I became pregnant. And with that came some really heavy consequences. And I feel like, as I'm talking this out, it, it solidified a lot of what my parents warned me of is like yeah you go out here you mm-hmm. want to have fun and engage and be all sensual there are, there are strong consequences to that that you know that I guess if you're on the receiving end if you end up getting caught up in that that you should feel ashamed of because you got yourself here you make your bed you lay in it you want to be rolling know, around in the bed getting and getting freaking fucking you're going to get a baby and deal
0: but with it, prob- and maybe pleasure, be
1: ashamed of it. Pleasure whore. doesn't have to
0: be. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You, see, you saw me try to cut, cut you off before you went to. <laughs> no, I I went off. I was just playing. I don't really but feel maybe, like that. I, maybe but maybe, maybe what do. if? I, this is just a what if. Like, what if pleasure doesn't have to be reckless, quote unquote? What if it doesn't? I don't know. So listen. I don't know.
1: I I I haven't done enough discuss. I mean, you know. I can't I, I wait have, to keep I reading somebody, this book.
0: What I you said? I can't wait to keep reading this book. I really can't. I really can't.
1: A lot of the book also there's a lot of trauma. It, a lot of it talks about, and I think that's where the activism, especially for Black folks, people of color, oppressed people, women, the fact that there is this. Rediscovery and recovery of what feels good to us after so after it just being denied, yes, is like, is it and the fact that maybe we don't. Yes. Yeah, and the fact that we aren't in practice of it, and we're just kind of like peeking our heads up, like, oh wait. For real?
0: We could. Yeah. This,
1: she what, is like. She writes, like, ultimately,
0: work. pleasure activism is us learning how to make justice and liberation the most pleasurable experiences we can have on this planet. The fuck did she just say? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Go I read a book, can't. you illiterate son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I understand what <laughs> she's saying, but, like, I
0: don't. But I think I, that's breaking this, these kind of, well, I was about to say, breaking, breaking the mental. hymens. Child. Not hymens. what is it? Emanci- emancipate yourself from mental slavery? Oh, <laughs> it's about the whole temple y'all ass. <laughs> First of all,
1: we got to get the mucus out of our system with the alkaline vegan diet so yeah. that your vaginas are operating at a way in which you can obtain the highest orgasms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh take this pipe <laughs> well, organically I don't even, stop 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 i don't even remember what i was <laughs> saying anyway oh god okay so there's another thing and she says that um <clears throat> excuse me oh when it was time to move to detroit when it was time to leave my last job, when it was time to pick up a meditation practice, time to swim, time to eat healthier, I knew because it gave me pleasure when I oh, when I moved and made that those decisions. Now I'm letting that guide my choices for how I organize and for how I'm aiming toward what? Or, or I gotta Child. be
1: able to read
0: I'm gonna try it again Ooh, and I'm not editing it out alright <laughs> uh, I might mess it up again oh lord I'm scared now <laughs> <laughs> for real when it was time to move to Detroit when it was time to leave my last job when it was time to pick up a meditation practice yada 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 I knew because it gave me pleasure and when I, I and when I made and lived into the decision I don't know I mean, that's just how she wrote it. So basically like. (laughs) When I made and when I lived in the decision. Oh, when she lived. But she wrote into the decision. I don't like that. Lived the decision. Okay. Now I'm letting that guide my choices for how I organize my life and what I'm aiming toward with my work. Pleasure in the process of my existence and states of my being. Yes, in the future. When I feel pleasure, I know I am on the right track. Puerto Rican pleasure elder, Ideliz Malvave shared with me that her pleasure principle is if it pleases me, I will. That shit. I was like, who is that? (laughs) Sis straight was like, I'm only saying yes to things that if, if they please me, like, is that even realistic? I'm really genuinely asking. Cause that just, when I read that, it blew my mind. Like, could you imagine moving through life? First of all, moving through life and making all your decisions based off of whether it pleases you. Like she's saying, like, oh, when it was time to quit my job and move to Detroit, when it, when I wanted to pick up meditation, when I wanted to this, when I went to that. I, I made all these simple decisions because, well, they pleased me. Not they were good for me. Not that this was a smart decision. It pleased her. Pleased. I'm sure that they were good for her and they were smart decisions as well. But like the fact that they pleased her was a factor just kind of blew my mind. Isn't me?
1: Oh, well, I don't know. Like, are you doing every, what are you doing things for? What is, what, what, what excuse me, excuse me. What's your motivation? I mean, like <laughs> no,
0: I don't know. I think it's always this, like, I gotta be the best. I gotta, I gotta do work hard. I gotta, I Anthony, literally, you
1: probably be the one that need to sleep with three men. <laughs> You I, probably need a an, <laughs> You probably need to be in a whole yo You yo. know what? You probably
0: need to be you need some See, this is not blowing your mind as much cuz I think you actually do shit like that where you're like, mm, that doesn't make me happy. I'm not going to do it. No. Well. Sometimes you you really do move like that and it's like No, wow. I do.
1: You'll be you'll be like, we got to finish this. I'm and I'm like, I'm fucking tired. Aren't you tired? Yes. And you're like, uh, yes, I am I tired, but I have you. to finish it. And I'd be like, me uh, can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I literally cannot. But there's a
0: balance, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that. there's a balance, but like. I have to do more of this. I know. I every Listen, I, I am walking through this world and thinking like, is this pleasing me? But like, is that realistic? Like, does it please me? Maybe I need to change my mindset because it does not please me to like clean up. But I guess maybe it should because I'm having a clean space. But then am I judging myself? This shit is not mind fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't. You got it. I never said that I had the answers, y'all. I'm just, I'm just bringing y'all the word. I, I don't know. Does it please me? Does it please me to shave my legs every day? Actually, you yes. shave your legs every day. I shave my legs every day. Wow because m I'm I'm that Italian blood, it come I hate stubble. So yes, it pleases me. But that's also probably a part of this liberation no. that I need to get on because it's part no. of this patriarchy. Not everybody <laughs> wants
1: hairy legs. It's true. And I will never be one of these bitches hair with lo-
0: hair everywhere. Ever. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. Never. <laughs> never. But that I, I don't know. I, I think this is something for us to keep exploring. Pleasure.
1: Well, what keep naming what gives you pleasure? Let's go. Ten things. Rat a tat tat.
0: No, I can't. It's giving me. it's giving me anxiety.
1: No, you about to get I your. Already hyperventil- have, <laughs> I already have.
0: I already am not breathing well, right. See, yeah,
1: you got to get.
0: Yeah, that's sad. What gives me pleasure? Masturbating gives me pleasure. Much of it, because um, I don't remember what sex feels like. Um my baths give me pleasure
1: you make you're getting yourself dolled like aesthetically you mm-hmm, like to mm-hmm. that gives you great pleasure
0: that gives me great pleasure to get myself ready for the day and makeup and hair great pleasure working out gives me pleasure <clears throat> how many was that i can't do 10 girl telling you no gives me pleasure. I don't want to do this right now. I have to think. I'm telling you, this is a work in progress. I have to th- really think about it. I really do, cuz I don't know <clears throat> I don't think I understand the difference between what gives me pleasure <clears throat> and what makes me feel accomplished, like I've done a good job. Like I when I'm insane about how I pay my bills every fucking week or my credit cards every week because I'm insane in that way. Like, does that really give me pleasure? Is that like kind of neurotic and I'm just trying to be on top of everything because I have to be on top of everything? But like, I don't know. Would it give me pleasure to like chill the fuck out a little more? Possibly. I am not sure. So I'm really, something is stirring within me. And I, I, I I don't know the difference between a lot of what I do and, and whether or not it really truly makes me feel good. I know that it brings me, I know that it, it brings me ease in terms of like anxiety. Yes. Traveling gives me pleasure. Dancing gives me pleasure. But like the other stuff is kind of like it, it, it reduces my fear. And I don't know if that's really pleasure. Mm.
1: Yeah, you better keep reading this book, girl.
0: I know. I got to get free. So when I start having sex with <laughs> 15, 20 men, it's like I'm playing. And you better not judge me. You're going to be like, shame. Oh, you don't know. to be like, throws. girl,
1: you have some spiritual consequences.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think that would be pleasure. But, but lastly, I want to. It might wa-
1: will, though. It, it might, might will, though.
0: I think okay Um, she says that pleasure activism is not about generating or indulging in access and so she says moderation is key the idea is not to be in a heady state of ecstasy at all times but rather to learn how to sense when something is good for you to be able to feel what is enough mm. yeah that's what I'm trying to do sis I got to feel what is enough. Yeah. Does that make sense? That last thing? Definitely. So we we are trying to figure out what pleasure is, y'all. We got the pleasure principles via pleasure activism. So I, I think that well, this book club is a with good it. idea. I think, I, what you said? I think the book club is a good idea.
1: Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people that it's really... Yeah, it's really hard. You know, I always go back to being a mom. Like, how do I teach Jolie? Because I, listen, I have, I'm just thinking about the day to day now. It's like, we're out here grinding. I'm like, Georgia, you gotta, you gotta know what the fuck one plus 17 is now. (laughs) You know, that's what I think we have to differentiate this. (laughs) <laughs> why we automatically assume pleasure is connected with sl- like too leisure, unproductivity or slothfulness, right. or, right. you know, uh, it's not recklessness or threesomes.
0: <laughs> you, truly. Like what truly. Yeah, ex- really? I agree with that. It's the de- defining, pleasure so I'm excited to define it from but I think that pleasure is your your definition I think that's her point like the pursuit of pleasure has to be on your own terms and through your own liberation and what that means to you is what you should be in pursuit of
1: yeah well I need to liberate myself from
0: shame great then that'll be your pleasure I need to figure out what the fuck pleasure is. You need to name it. Like, what are you liberating yourself from? I need to. I don't. How do I do it?
1: You just. What I think you have to just foreign the words like I'm. I
0: need to liberate myself from needing to be perfect all the time, or just trying to be that. And just like just being sometimes. perfection
1: yeah you're liberating yourself from this idea of perfection
0: yes because i ain't perfect
1: on your way to being raggedy <laughs> credit cards
0: late here i come baby I'll
1: be like, but credit I'm score going down but you're happy
0: oh no, that will never be me but re re i need to i need to rewire how i approach those things and let it be let it come from a place of i'm doing this so that i can feel f- free not because i am scared that if i don't do it something terrible will happen i'm doing this because this is just my way of being you see what i'm the difference there yeah <clears throat> so we going to um get pleased so that was the episode i don't know uh, we just contradicted the shit out of ourselves The whole time. So, um, check back for more about this book. (laughs) I really
1: would love to know men's ideas. I would love to know
0: men's pleasure.
1: We need to, who are we going to bring on?
0: Oh my God, there's this guy that I really want to come on. And I don't know how to pronounce his name. You want to come on him? Child. No, that's. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm sorry.
1: The am sorry, three that episodes, was terrible. And it was corny. It wasn't even good. It I'm wasn't sorry. even good. It was and, so and stupid. The
0: last three episodes, he, don't say that. People have really been like, wow, Shanti is, uh, I'm like, y'all thought it was me. It's nope. all my repressed things. Exactly, that you're dealing with. I think that I think I am your pleasure. And here comes my <laughs> insanity. Here comes my insanity. Because I let you be free. Look at me making it You about let me. me be free. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I would say it is that. That's the it's the craziest shit I could have ever said, but I'm gonna say it because <laughs> you let me be crazy, and I appreciate that. No, he's super dope. He um he said he would come one too, but you should come up for that. Actually, I'm trying to. I actually don't know how to do that because we don't have a thing with four plugs. Mm. <sighs> that just stressed me out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's really, really dope, and he wants to come on here and talk about love and music. I was like, I want to talk about. I'm, I'm like, nigga, it.
1: are you? How are you pleasuring yourself aside from objectifying <laughs> and using women and acting like you got <laughs> your shit together just, you to just so that. that you can monopolize relationships? <laughs> you sound like and oppress from, all um, these
0: women. You sound like the dude from In Living Color. All right, we're done. Remember when he was like, uh, the philosophies and the. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the hydrogenous of you the like T. podiums T. that true.
1: the people have succumbed to in the broccoli fests <laughs> of what this infested world.
0: All right, we're done. I, you know what though, Shanti, can you please? I really need this today. I need an around the way curl.
1: Oh no, come on! I don't have it in me. Why, <laughs> please? <laughs> this is I, not I, giving I, me freedom. <laughs> I don't. I'm asking I am gotta prepare you,
0: for this, please. I need an around the way curl pleasure affirmation,
1: please. I told y'all last week. It's the same thing.
0: No, give us a real one. I'll put the music on and everything. I
1: don't. I please. I, just,
0: I can't breathe. Please. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking give me what that I need.
1: Is triggering for so many people.
0: I know. Sorry, but I'm serious. Like I'm. I need you to help me help myself. Um,
1: let me think about
0: this. Don't take
1: too. I don't really have anything flagrant to say aside from um. Well, all right. I need everybody to. You know what? You know what I think is connected to. Okay, I think we should just close our eyes and be and feel our heart's beat and to remember what it was like as a child when you felt the most free and you felt the most unencumbered and Connect to that old Antoinette or old Shanti or old Day Day and Malik and Mustafa, and I think that's pleasure. I think that's it. I think that our ki- the, these these spaces when we were younger and we were just out here living and being that's pleasure and that's what we have to like go back to so remember your old you rather your young self and um, I think that that is if not the answer that's close to this this trail or this this space of pleasure that we want to return to and continue to experience I think that's it that's it do you remember being young and like wilding out?
0: <clears throat> no, I remember. No, I, not what? wilding out, but I remember I never wilded out, but I remember being young and like really carefree and just having really fun carefree and, happy. and being so imaginative and just and not like,
1: worried about perfection or anything. But
0: mm-mm. and grateful. I was a grateful kid. Like, ooh, this is cool. Like every little thing was cool. I remember that. You're right. Oh, well, you are probably to that. so cute. I was a really happy kid until shit went awry. But I was well, like. You
1: got to get back to that old Antonizi.
0: Your mom got to get back to it. All right. Oh,
1: God, I, I have a story to tell. But not today and not with all you people. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Where the fuck is your mom be?
1: Oh, someday I'll tell everybody the story, but not today. My mom's getting free. That's all you got to know.
0: <laughs> Your mom is seeking pleasure' because I don't know where she at. All right. <laughs> I live well, this was one for the books. was it It was one I don't know if it was for the books. it was one I don't know if it was for the <laughs> it was it was <sighs> call us right, though. Well, call us tell us how you seek or how you experience pleasure what pleasure is to you. I think that would be great. 215-948-2780. Also, come out to the Roots Picnic May 30th. Tickets are on sale. Check us out. And also, Ooh. another thing that pleases me is subscriptions and reviews and <laughs> rates. So do that. Please review us. Subscribe. Also, rate us. If you want to see
1: us at the Black Love Experience, oh yeah. May twenty first.
0: Would you get commission off these tickets? You pushing this like
1: I am pushing it because it's, it's kind of like if I don't sell these tickets, I have to pay for it. <laughs> oh, that's I really need people to come, and also that I think that's a genius tickets? way for people that have events to get tickets out there. Is that the vendors? You don't like you? You don't have to pay full oh. cost if you get tickets sent. But I think it's
0: genius. It's what um? I'm not coming. All right. Oh, you were paying for my ticket. Okay.
1: You ain't shit. I am. All right. Well, of take it. care everybody. But for real, the everybody wins. You get a cheaper ticket, I get a Girl, cheaper cost. You stop. <laughs> you <laughs> you are very me. Pleasure. me and it you. will help me to <laughs> it will give me great pleasure. move forward in life.
0: I challenge you and I challenge you. Let me think, we're going to report back next week if we remember. I challenge you to move through your day tomorrow only saying yes to things that please you, to that give you pleasure. I don't think that's what this book is about, but I just want to see if it's possible. <laughs> and then redefining. the this book is going to
1: ride his back. Like, can you please stop talking about my <laughs> book and what the fuck you're talking about? You're misrepresenting it.
0: You're no, the exact opposite. No, she just said, like, it's not about just walking through life in a heady state of constant ecstasy. It's not about that. But find the pleasure in the things and say yes to pleasure throughout your day tomorrow. Let's see how that goes.
1: And it ain't connected to no raggedy nigga on your phone either at 2am. Okay, oh Maybe it is.
0: Alright. Bye.
1: Bye. You have just heard an
2: Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls. And instagram at around away curls we out early (laughs) very good